Thank you all. I invite you to stand for the reading of the gospel this morning. Today's reading comes from John chapter 20. Hear the word of the Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in, and he saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes, but Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. And as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing, her, supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabunai, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. Let us pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. For you alone, O God, are our rock and our strong redeemer. And it is in your name that we pray. Amen. The phone rang. It only rang once. And a timid voice picked up. Hello? 
It was a child. It was the fire department calling. It was their annual phone-a-thon. Son, is your mother home? Yes, said the voice. But she's busy. Well, is your father home? Yes, said the child. But he's busy too. Are there other adults in your house? Someone that I could speak to? There are other adults, said the child. But they're all busy. What is everyone doing? Said the firefighter. They're all busy, the child said. They're looking for me. (laughs) And he hung up. Where is Jesus? That is the question of the day. Where is Jesus? Twice in this passage that we have read this morning is this question of where the Lord is. They have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have laid him, say the disciples. They've taken away my Lord, says Mary, and I do not know where they have laid him. The question for those disciples many years ago is simply this, where is Jesus? I love artificial intelligence. I did not have chat GPT write a sermon for me today. But it could have. You, you could type in to chat GPT, write me an Easter sermon, and it wouldn't be bad, it wouldn't be great, but it, it, would, be, it would be pretty amazing. I did go to Midjourney, which is the artificial intelligence uh, art, art platform, and, and said, empty tomb. And this is what came out of Midjourney. It's a beautiful vision of the empty tomb. And when we ask where Jesus is, we understand that this might have been something like the vision that Jesus saw before he stepped back out into the world. And when I say he stepped back out into the world, he did so as the risen Christ. Not as a broken man resuscitated. Not as a human being who had died and just came back to life to die again. No, Jesus came back as one in whom all of the hopes and dreams of humanity are made whole. Jesus rose to life not as a resuscitated being who would die again, but as one who had conquered death. Jesus rose again in power, in glory. A pastor was at a children's sermon and asked, What does it mean that Jesus has risen? And one little child raised her hand and the pastor says, 
yes, and you never know what a child is going to say. I just have so much respect for people who do children's sermons and ask questions because you never quite know what the answer is going to be. But the little girl who raised her hand said, the resurrection means Jesus is on the loose. He's on the loose. He's not hidden in the grave. He's not quiet, minding his own business. He is on the loose. In this world where we live. He is on the loose. Now, that doesn't mean that everything is going to go as we wish that it would, as we hope that it would. If you've lived long enough, you've been disappointed. If you've lived long enough, your heart has been broken. If you have lived long enough, you know that everything does not go according to plan. The doctor gives a diagnosis and nothing is ever the same again. You go to work thinking everything is fine and you, you get a pink slip saying you've been laid off. You think that your children are perfect angels until the cops bring them home one night. Jesus never promised us that everything would go as we wish. Jesus never promised us a life that has no troubles or trials. Jesus has not promised a carefree existence. He's not promised us health and wealth. But listen... He has promised us, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. I am with you always. When she had said this, she turned around and she saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know it was Jesus and Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? And she thought that he was the gardener. And she said, Sir, if you've taken him away, tell me where you've put him so that I can go and I can take him away. And Jesus called her name and said, Mary. And she turned to him and there with the recognition of suddenly realizing that she was not alone. Suddenly realizing that she was known. Suddenly realizing that the one she thought was dead was alive and right there before us, she turned and she said, Rabunai, my teacher. Jesus is on the loose. He's on the loose in this world around us. 
He's on the loose where you least expect him. He's on the loose when you are disappointed. He is on the loose when you rejoice. He is on the loose in the funeral home and in the nursing home and in the hospital and in your home. He is on the loose and you cannot escape him. Where can I go from your presence? The psalmist asked. If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I descend to the depths, you are there. If I go to the farthest reaches of the world, even there your hand shall hold me. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Jesus is on the loose and he meets us in the mess. He meets us where we are. He meets us when we smile and when we cry. He meets us as we worship. And he meets us in the world. In this great big world filled with disappointments, filled with hopes, filled with dreams, he meets us because he's on the loose. He meets us because the grave could not hold him. He meets us because he is alive forevermore. The perishable has put on imperishability. The mortal has put on immortality. And the saying is fulfilled, O death, where is your victory? O grave, where is your sting? Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus meets us in the mess. It's Easter. I got up early today. I came to sunrise service. I was late for sunrise service, but I came. I watched the sun rise, and this dumb woodpecker that thought that the metal pole was a tree kept trying to peck the metal pole during the sunrise service. And as the sun rose, Ben Selby was speaking about the resurrection and those of us who were gathered, slightly shivering, drinking coffee, watched the dawning of a new day. But it's not just any new day. It's a new day with Jesus on the loose. It's a new day when you might encounter the living Lord of all creation. I don't know how you might encounter Him, but I know He's on the loose. And this afternoon, when you sit back in your recliner and your thoughts go to a broken relationship that might be mended, he's on the loose. Today, as you gather with your friends and family for, for an Easter 
meal you might gather with your least favorite person in your family. We get to choose our friends. We don't get to choose our family. Jesus is on the loose. You might be worried about what's happening in the world or you might be worried about what's happening in your world as maybe the career that you thought you'd be stable in forever doesn't seem so stable anymore but Jesus is on the loose and may take you someplace you never imagined you would go but that will make you whole or maybe maybe just maybe in a few moments, as you take a wafer and some juice, maybe, just maybe, it won't be an ordinary moment for you. Maybe the Lord will say to you, this is my body given for you. This is my blood shed for you. Maybe. Just maybe. You'll see today that Jesus is on the loose and is speaking to you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.